Hello, party people, and welcome back to episode five of It's Not Me, It's You. I'm your host, Erin, and there really is no other way to start this podcast other than by saying, I got caught. So we're just going to jump right in to this week's story in response to I got caught. Um, When I started this podcast, I thought I set myself up for success. Like I said in my episodes, I wasn't here to hurt anyone's feelings or talk bad about anybody. I was just here to basically make fun of myself and give my unfortunate dating experiences. So in order to set myself up for success, I made sure that if any of the guys that these episodes would be about, if I was going to talk about them, I wanted to make sure that there would be no possible way that they could find this podcast just to avoid feelings being hurt, even though I said I'm not here to do that. That's why I changed names and did all of that. So in order to do that, I went on my social medias, and if they still followed me, I blocked them from my stories because that's where I promoted it and I had it in my highlights and things like that. And I was like, if they can't see it in my stories, then they're never going to find out about this. They're never going to know about it. Well, that was not the case because this past Tuesday at 2.17 p.m., I was in the middle of car rider duty, almost finished. Actually, I'm going to pause real quick and talk about car rider duty, just to vent and get this out. Specials teachers always get stuck with the afternoon duty. I get it. I understand it. We don't have a class at the time, and it's our time to shine. But car rider duty is a whole other ball game, and I did not sign up for this this year. I just got voluntold to go into this position. So at the beginning of the year, the full-time PE teacher there had to be out, so they had me just fill in. Well, I did such a good job at calling car rider line, which is sometimes why you just need to suck at your job, that they gave me a quote unquote promotion. I know it wasn't a promotion. I know they just said that to try to make me feel better. But now I am stuck with this car rider duty for the rest of the school year and I have the hardest part of the job. So my job is to call into the school. I actually, first, I have to walk to the edge of the road. I'm standing on the corner way far away from the school. Nobody's out there. Like, I have, I have no protection other than just myself. And I'm standing on the corner like a prostitute. The parents come in with their cars. They have numbers in their windshield that um, correlate with their student. I call the number in to inside. They type it in the system. The system goes to the classrooms. The kids look for their number. They come out to car rider line. Now, I know that doesn't sound that bad, but I am outside one. I have already been teaching outside all day long, so I continue to stay outside when it's 99 degrees, sweating profusely, after I've already taught in 99 degrees weather. I am outside when it's negative 99 degrees, freezing, after I've already taught outside in that type of weather. I am out there when it is monsooning. The other week, well, it was like a month ago, whenever the nor'easter was coming through and we got some of the weather from that, it was freezing cold, it was raining sideways. 
I had my umbrella to the side, but my umbrella was blowing me. I was still getting drenched. And this was the day that we brought back more students. So some parents didn't have numbers in their car. So I had to go to their car. They had to roll down their window and then they had to tell me their child's name. And then the person that I call into would always ask me to spell it. I'm like, just sound it out. I don't know. And so it's pouring rain. They have to roll down their window. It's hard to hear. Their windshield wipers are going and they're going toward me, which is splashing me with water. So I'm drowning while trying to do this. And with all of this being said, I just need a pay, pay raise. Anybody who does car rider duty, you are the backbone of the school and you absolutely deserve a bonus 100%. But anyway, just a little rant and a side note, back to the story. Psych, not back to the story yet. We have a quick word from a new sponsor, Verb Energy Bars. You can find them at verbenergy.co. That's V-E-R-B energy.co. I've been using Verb Bars for about a year now because I don't drink coffee, and they're a 90 calorie energy bar with as much caffeine as a shot of espresso. They use organic green tea to provide long lasting energy without the coffee shakes. They're vegan and gluten-free and absurdly convenient to stash in your pocket for on-the-go energy. Use my code, Aaron Strickland one that's E-R-I-N-S-T-R-I-C-K-L-A-N-D-1, for $10 off your starter kit that includes 12 bars of your flavor choice, plus four extra bars with sample flavors so you can pick your favorite. So head over to verbenergy.co and use the code Aaron Strickland one At 2.17 p.m., I received a text that said, ha ha, just found your podcast, laughing face. You would think that would be a good thing. Somebody thinks I'm funny. Somebody found my podcast and I hadn't even advertised it to them. I'm making it, I'm going big. I'm in the big leagues now. Nope. This text came from Bad breath, Benny. I can't even call him that anymore. I feel bad. We're just going to call him Benny at this point. But I immediately got a pit in my stomach. I'm like, crap. I've, I wasn't here to hurt feelings. I've hurt someone's feelings. I've ruined this boy's life. And then I was like, but wait. How did he find this? Because he was 100% blocked from my stories, like I said earlier, because I blocked any of the guys that I might have talked about just to avoid um, them finding it. So I was interested. I said, interesting. You had to be hardcore creeping because I don't know how he would have found it. And then I immediately saw like the three bubbles pop up. He's typing right away. I'm like, oh, ha ha. This guy's coming up with some excuse now. Like he called me out, but then I called him out. But no, not really. He had an, a legit excuse. So he said, my friend is going to move to Charleston and asked if I knew anything about it. And for whatever reason, it made me think of you. So I went to your Insta to see if you maybe had a location pin emoji Charleston or something in your bio. Okay, well, th that kind of makes sense, but why are you just looking for a location pin in my bio? Like, I'm pretty sure I did have one when I was in Wilmington, like location pin Wilmington, and then I had location pin um, Sunset Beach. That is kind of weird that you were just looking, that's all you were looking for is to see if I had the location pin because he knew that I had moved here. But he said, 
I looked in your Insta to see if you maybe had a location pin, Charleston or something, but instead your bio had a podcast link, which I listened to podcasts all day, so I decided to check it out. Well, there was my mistake. I put it in my bio, and the people that I blocked can still see the bio, but I think it's pretty good. It's like, sometimes I'm funny, link to my link tree, but anyway, not good for this case. And then I never said anything back to that, and he immediately double texted with the my bad for the bad breath though, definitely very nervous around you, and I've never gotten that before, so I'm not sure what was going on, but that's definitely my bad. So as all girls do, as I'm flipping out, I'm screenshotting this and putting it into group chats. So guys, just so you know, everything you send us, we are screenshotting it and we are putting it into our group chat or group chats. I had three that I was sending this to. And um, I'm gonna go ahead and read on a little further and then I continued with the screenshots. But after the first one, someone was like, I don't exactly remember which friend it was, but they said, oh my gosh, you should do an update episode. It may have been Marilyn. Like they do, um, it definitely was because she compared it to the morning toast. When they do Dear Toasters, they have updates. And so I was trying to lighten the mood and I was just being funny. And so I did text him back and I was like, well, now since I have your feedback, can I do a follow-up story? And to my surprise, he said, of course. And then said, followed that with, first off, I was surprised that he said that. But then he followed it up with, part of me is definitely worried that that's the main takeaway you had from me. But I instantly texted all of my friends and my female roommate and the girl I'm exclusive with, and none of them have the courage, if it's truly that bad, to admit it was bad. So I'm hoping it was just something that set you specifically off, or I was just going through a weird body thing. Laughing face emoji, nervous emoji with the sweat on the forehead, and the guy with his hands up emoji. So... Of course, I'm still screenshotting. I'm sending it to my group. I got some pretty funny replies to this. A lot of them said that it looks like he was trying to rub in that he's exclusive with someone now, which this guy is definitely not. Like, he's a very nice guy. He was not trying to do that. And then somebody else was like, sounds like he's blaming you for having bad breath that day. But I don't know. Anyway, it gets better. After he sends that, he sends me the screenshots of his conversation with the people that he asked about his breath. And they already have code names. Apparently they are high school rap names, B-Unit and Frawl Dog. But anyway, B-Unit said, if you notice bad breath, this is in the screenshots from the group chat. If you notice bad breath, it means it really is, it's really bad. There was just something off about his breath and, and it was noticeable in both of our dates. And then Benny said she talked like it was really bad. Frog Dog responded with, yeah, it couldn't have been you then. So thinking like, if his breath is this bad, it, it, there's no way that it was him. Benny replies with, but the two dates she described were the same, dot, dot, dot. She picked them, but odds that she took two guys around the same time period on the exact same dates, who knows? Then Frog Dog said, did you eat garlic or something? He said, IDK, it was months ago. Fraud dog, I will say there's nothing worse than beer breath. Definitely wasn't beer breath. One was like in the morning and then we didn't drink at our lunch date. 
And Benny said, it was, he said the time frame from when it was, and said, we just went on a walk the first date, so definitely not beer. I'm not too worried about it if it was just one girl who felt that way, but I wanted to make sure you guys didn't think it because then I'd have to take extra measures to prevent it. And Frog Dog said, nah, I never noticed it on you. So after he sent screenshots, I told him to stop willingly giving me content because he's giving me all of this. And he said he's a confident guy and can handle a little roast session for sure. So here it is on our update episode. Then I decided to take it a little bit further. I didn't think I was gonna get a response back from this one and it's and I just said, well, if you wanna record a sound bite of your thoughts, send it over. Then he asked me when I needed it by. <laughs> so I was super excited for this and I gave him the timeline and I said, well, I guess I can unblock you from my Insta stories now, which I haven't done yet, I guess I need to do. And he said, you could have told me, hope I didn't give off the vibe of someone who couldn't handle some criticism. Then I said, I blocked everyone out of courtesy. Oh gosh, I typed curiosity, that's embarrassing. I'm gonna blame that on autocorrect. And then said, I didn't wanna hurt any feelings. And he replied with, it's all good. Sucks that I had had that issue. And then he told me he'd probably send a sound clip within the next couple of days. Like what a stand up guy. And so on Wednesday, I got the sound clip. I was on the way home from nannying. I was listening. My mouth was wide open in disbelief the whole time that he actually sent this to me. And so I responded with, wait, I'm dying. You're a freaking champ. This is gonna be the best episode yet. And he replied with, ha ha, perfect. And so without further ado, here is Benny's soundbite. What's up, everyone? Bad Breath Benny here. I listened to the podcast and was pretty sure that it was me she was talking about, unless she's taking multiple dudes on the same exact dates. But I wasn't positive because I've never gotten told I've had bad breath before. I've got some pretty close friends. I still talk to a few exes even. Uh, we're pretty honest with each other. We like to help each other out and help give each other some advice and never have I received the advice to do something about my breath, floss more, mouthwash, whatever it is. So I decided to reach out to Aaron and ask if it was me and sure enough it was me. I got a little self-conscious, texted some people that I've been on dates with before and after Aaron, uh, asked about my bad breath, asked some friends, nobody, nobody was willing to admit it to me, which makes me think it could be the fact that I was very, very nervous for dates with Aaron, both the first and second date. I was very nervous for it. I'm obviously nervous, nervous for the first date, but the second date I was even pretty nervous for because I wasn't sure how the first date went. I obviously enjoyed it, like she said, but I wasn't sure how she felt. So still pretty nervous for the second date. That possibly could have been what was wrong, but... I'll never, I'll never really know. I do apologize to Erin for putting her through that. That sucks, nobody wants to do that. Um, but yeah, I'm currently very happy in a relationship, so I'm not gonna reveal my identity or plug my Instagram or anything like that. It actually is a Bumble relationship. We met on Bumble, uh, went on a first date, and now seven months later, 
we're pretty pretty happy together pretty healthy relationship so the dating apps they do work i will speak highly of them but i'm thankful that aaron let me get my message out there that i may have had bad breath for a date or two or who knows what happened but i am not notorious for this um I will definitely mix in a little bit more flossing more often, even though I do floss, just not every day. And I'm considering buying some mouthwash. So if you have any good recommendations, throw those out there. But yeah, thanks Aaron for letting me get this out there and uh, hope your podcast keeps doing well. And there you have it, listeners. What a champ. Benny, you are a wholesome guy. Thank you for being such a good sport and going along with this. You said you could take a little bit of criticism, but you really handled that so well. You'd be a great example of four of my students at school who need to handle um, constructive criticism a little better. But um, a few takeaways from, or a few responses to your response. One, I am happy to hear that you are in a thriving successful relationship I said that at the end of my second episode I said that I hope that you were happy you were being successful in life and you were and for the listeners another Bumble success story with his current relationship right now there you have it dating apps do work I believe they do work too I've had many friends that have had success with them Um, Benny, you didn't have to apologize to me. I should be apologizing to you for kind of putting you on blast. But again, thank you for being such a great sport. And I guess our main takeaway is that he said he was very, very nervous taking me on dates. So I make guys nervous. So that's the main takeaway. No, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. I don't try to make anyone nervous. But I have, like, I've had a lot of guys tell me that either I make them nervous or I'm intimidating. Like freshman year of college, I had multiple guys that like lived on my hall. They probably all tried to get in my pants at some point. But like I said, I was not a hoe in college. And I had multiple guys tell me that I was intimidating. I don't try to be. I I feel like I'm a confident person and I have good self-esteem, but I'm not trying to intimidate anyone. So I hope I don't make you nervous. But yeah, there you have it. Thank you for the update. I am kind of inspired to send the episodes where I give my side of the story to the guys that I talked about just so we can hear their side of the story because there is two sides to every story and it's nice to hear the point of view from both. So I think this was pretty fun. Thanks for that, Benny. Now it's time for the boys. This for the boys topic was sent to me by a friend. Shout out to Elizabeth at Eliz Nels on Instagram. Um, she makes a good point. She is also on Bumble and Hinge as well. And she texted me the other day and said, you need to cover the topic where about how guys have their... Instagrams connected to their hinge so you see the amount of time since they last posted a pic with their girlfriend. So boys, if you are going to have your Instagram connected to your hinge, be careful because just like Elizabeth said, 
you we could scroll right through I always if your Instagram's on there I'm definitely creeping and I'm scrolling through and if you have a pretty recent pick with your ex I'm gonna assume that you're either on a dating app when you shouldn't be or you recently got out of a relationship you're probably not ready to start dating yet it all depends on that timestamp. and then that's a whole nother story about girls have different opinions about if you keep pictures of your ex in your profile I only have one picture of my ex on my Instagram and that's because we went to Disneyland and that's the only picture I have from that day that isn't just like of a castle or of Chippendale or something like that. So I'm keeping that up there because that's a memory. Unfortunately, he is in it. But some girls um, are completely turned off if you have pictures of your ex all throughout your Instagram. It kind of makes them feel like you're not over her and nobody wants to have to deal with an ex if they're going in to start or if they're going to start dating somebody new or going into a relationship. So yeah, just be wary of that timestamp. And then Elizabeth added in there, yeah, so like you posted a pic with her three months ago, but you probably hooked up with her again three days ago. So for the boys, just be careful when you have that Instagram plug in there. And last but not least, we have our BBB Bad Bumble Bio Triple B. And today's comes from Andre, who is 25. And his bio reads, Pro Higher Wages for Chicks. Get her done. Which, it seems that this guy is trying to sound progressive and smart, but it really just makes me want to punch him in the face. And I'm going to go on a little side note here. After my first episode with the BBB that said, six foot four inches and those are two separate measurements i had a guy message me and said i disagree with your bad bumble bio that wasn't bad that was absolutely hilarious and thank you sir because you absolutely proved my point of course a guy is gonna find that hilarious that's probably why he put it in his bio in the first place but your target audience for your bio is not a guy it's a girl so let's use our brains here use something that would attract the women and you can send what you think is your funny bio in a group chat to your boys congrats if you made it to the end of this interesting and awesome update episode don't forget to show the pod some love like follow subscribe on all the platforms you can listen to this podcast on they are in the link tree link in my bio on insta at aaron underscore strick we know it is in the bio because that's where benny found it i've also made an instagram for this podcast it is at i-n-m-i-y underscore podcast stands for it's not me it's you underscore podcast pretty sure i only have like 14 followers so show your girl some love and have an awesome rest of your weekend